0: from the Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon seven, 7 Studios. Seven studios.
1: One of the favorite i one of the things about this show, I've had an opportunity to meet a, a lot of awesome people and, and individuals who have influenced me, made me a better man, giving me perspective on on life and, and the meaning of life. And, and nothing really personifies that more than these two gentlemen with me today. Now, if you're listening on our urban one Feed. You're not familiar with Operation Song. If you're listening on WVOL in Nashville, these gentlemen have been on a few times. But um, you know, I have Mike Byer and Bob Regan from Operation Song, and, and what they do, which is which is so beautiful and lovely. These these are gentlemen that are that are either veterans or involved heavily in in military and military support. Nashville being a music city. There's so much opportunity to connect our our warriors, whether it's uh, wounded warriors, the the wounds that we can see physically or the wounds that we cannot see uh, because they're internal and and emotional. They pair people coming back from military service with songwriters here in the Music City and and create awesome music. And it's really therapy for for those that have sacrificed everything for, for our country veterans, people that we should really be getting behind and, and supporting when, when they come back after the military service. So it's great to have you gentlemen back. It's been um, a few months since since we've had you. We've, we've, we've made a lot of changes since then. Uh, I was telling these gentlemen before the show, we're, we're a nationally syndicated show now. We were just local at the time. We're, we're in the process of, of really expanding, uh, moving into some new studios. Have so many things going on. And I've seen, I've seen everything that that you guys are doing. I mean, just, I just saw you on 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 TV a couple of days ago, uh, yeah. Mike doing doing your thing. So, just very proud of the the growth of of Operation Song, and and it's a great movement that that I'm behind and want to get others behind. And, and now that we have exposure in, in a lot of large markets around the country, want to want to continue bringing you gentlemen in to to talk about what's going on. So uh how you do how you two guys doing? Man, it's so so great to see you.
2: Yeah. It's grand. It's great to be here and and thank you again for for bringing us back and uh we we really enjoy your support.
1: Yeah. What's uh what's uh what's what's new in the streets as 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 my friends would would say, Bob, what's what what are the projects that Operation Song is really invested in going into the the winter? of 2021 and and uh and, and next year and beyond you guys expanding out of nashville i mean i ever heard you said that you had some interviews up in uh perhaps like the the north wisconsin or it was either wisconsin or michigan where where where's the end game what, what are the next series of steps because it's such a it's such an awesome program
3: well uh we just started an expansion this last year to uh texas all right because what what makes operation song work and for those of you out there who don't know what we do we pair professional songwriters right. all of our songwriters are highly accomplished uh, with veterans and it's not really veterans that want to be musicians or have many musical aspirations we want to work with somebody that's really never picked up a guitar or put pen to paper okay the kind of veteran who goes i could never write a song in a right. million years and then we
1: go well, right well,
3: all right well, <laughs> and
1: the next thing you know you're writing a, yeah, uh, a song now people will want to know are the songs, like, are they on Bandcamp? Are they actual singles that, that are used by labels? If I was a veteran and I wrote a song with someone, is it possible that Kenny Chesney would sing it and it would become a hit. Tell us a little bit more about the music side of it, because I know a lot of people would be interested in that, especially my listeners in D.C.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, so what we do with the songs, uh, typically after we have a retreat, uh, you know, we'll have a compilation of songs right. afterwards. Uh, generally, those songs will go on Bandcamp. We've got a... Okay, a, on Bandcamp. A, yeah, yeah, we use Bandcamp quite a bit. And uh, there's several albums on there now that people can go and they can download all the music they want. Nice. Yeah. Um, the songs that the individuals write, that the veterans write, we always make sure that they actually get an, an actual copy of their own MP3 of their own. Okay. Uh, but their family members, they can go to band camp, things okay. like that. Uh, but we also have the app, uh, operation song, uh, and we put new songs on there every Monday. We call it our new music Monday. And, nice. uh, so that's been a really good way, uh, for people to, to hear the songs and, you know, stay abreast of what operation song is doing and things like that. So,
1: no, I mean, that's that's uh, that's phenomenal and fantastic. Tell us about how uh, to get into more of a, a personal, how are you guys maneuvering now that, you know, the COVID restrictions are less than they were when, when we met the last time. Um, has that impacted your mission and some of the things that you're doing that we're getting a little bit more latitude in the United States and globally to be able to to move back and forth? Whereas- a year ago, we were still really deep in, into lockdowns and, and limitations. Uh, more people are vaccinated now. Um, cases are finally starting to go down, it, it seems. We're hoping that, that we're not going to have a bad winter. How, is, how has COVID impacted your operation?
3: Well, it, <clears throat> I mean, when it when it hit, it hit us just like everybody else. Right. It was kind of, oh, you know, not, <laughs> this changes everything, and yeah. it did because we had all, all kinds of programs in person, as you might imagine. Right. <clears throat> so, we pretty quickly pivoted to virtual songwriting sessions. Okay. Guys. Nice. Every, everything we'd done to that point had been in person, either one on one or in group settings. But we said, well, let's try this uh, just because that was the only way we could keep going. Got it. And uh, remarkably, uh, it worked very well. I mean, I would say almost as well as in person, which I would not have imagined. And it had the added benefit of, a, of us being able to reach out to veterans across the country mm-hmm. we, we don't have to fly a songwriter to seattle right we can set up somebody on a facetime feed or a zoom call which might be,
1: even be a little bit more efficient
3: yeah and so mm-hmm. we were able to reach out to people around the country that we would not have connected with otherwise we okay. also did group programs where we would get people you know veterans from you know different locations and they would all meet on a zoom call have an introduction and they'd pair off with their songwriter then come back at the end of the day for a zoom conference wow but um, i'll be happy to see that we're going to keep that going but i'm happy to see it in the review mirror and have more in person
1: in person stuff yeah i think yeah, that yeah, um, always preferable it's the the first time you gentlemen came in it just seemed that that's such a great part of the experience is uh to actually be able to sit down with someone who you may admire as a as a as a songwriter and be able to to build with them and and what's so cool is is you told me that they don't necessarily even understand someone comes in and they're just talking about their experience so it's not like you're playing a chord on every um few words that I say that it's sitting down it's talking about the experience and a couple hours later here's some here's some music and and here's a song and that's just got to be fascinating and it's got to be very emotional because you're talking about something um, that's really shaped your life and something that you've gone through. And, and someone is is not only listening, but they're listening. You know, they're they're uh-huh. listening and they're drinking it in and, and they're curating something that is going to be shared with with the masses. And, and that's got to be an, an awesome feeling um, as a as a as a veteran, Mike. And you've talked about your experience. You've talked about um developing onset Parkinson. You've talked about the tar pits in, in the Middle East during your time there. I've seen a lot of stories about some of your brothers and people that have served that that have fallen victim to the tar pits and, and, and developed cancer and develop other things. Some have even passed away. CNN is, does a lot of coverage of that. Fox News does a lot of coverage of that. Uh, we get into partisan stuff, but I think all of our news networks do a good job of covering our veterans who have served and honoring our veterans, even if people have different political beliefs. I'm always curious when I talk to you, as you continue to live and, and assimilate back into to culture after after what you've done. If if you could, because we have some new audiences that we didn't have before, what is it like coming home from uh, serving the country and really having to get back in into culture? What what are what are some of the things that you have to deal with that I think some of us think that it's just an on and off switch? You go over there for a few years. You serve, you come back, you spend some time with your family, you're at a cookout, you're you're at a bar, or you're at Walmart or Target or something like that. But tell us the plight of of some of the people from your tribe that that have given everything for the country and coming back.
2: Well, I tell you, I think uh some of the some of the biggest things, especially when you come back, you know, initially you you have this very heightened sense of alert alertness basically and uh, you know every sound, every smell, everything that you're dealing with in in, in the public. You know, it, it could be a trigger or something that kind of mm. sets you off a little bit. Uh, and it's give me a,
1: give me a, give me an example of a smell. I think that's a a, a great sense that Gar- is hard garbage, for me. Mm. garbage.
2: Garbage. Uh, a matter of fact, I was driving down the road the other day, and I can't remember where I was driving somewhere in here in Tennessee. But uh, the smell of garbage came into the truck, and wow. I and immediately my mind went right back to Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Um, So certain things like that, you know, it's just uh, I think, um, you know, you're used to carrying your weapon all the time. You know, you're used to when you drive down the road, you're constantly looking along the side of the road for Mm -hmm. IEDs or anybody that's, you know, doing something they're not supposed to be. Uh, So it takes a little bit of time for, uh, you know, some veterans to kind of assimilate back into that and realize that, hey, everywhere I'm going, I don't have to be, concern that I'm going to get shot
1: or
3: I think it's the very skills that keep you alive mm. over there are the very skills that make it hard to mm. fully live when you get back
1: right yeah you got to keep your yeah. eyes open keep your card your yeah. up yeah. how does it impact uh either of you can answer how does it impact because I'm a civilian I'm not a military person how does it impact loved ones and I'm not asking your own personal business but your brothers people that have served How do the wives handle it? Um, How do the military husbands handle it? How do children handle it? Um, How do not just little children, because it's different if you have a seven, eight-year-old than if you have adult children that are 19, 20. How how does that dynamic uh, come into play?
2: Well, uh, I I can tell you from my personal experience, uh, my family had to learn how to uh, act. I don't want to say act differently around me, but they had to know that there were certain things they couldn't do. Mm. Um, So, for instance, my son... When I got back from Afghanistan. We, uh, we always used to scare each other all the time. And we laugh about this story now, but at the time it wasn't very funny. But, uh, so he decided I was going to take the trash out. He decided he was going to come outside and scare me. And I'd been back for like a week. So I take the trash out. He jumps from around the corner. As soon as he jumps around the corner, I punched him straight in the face. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, you know, he's probably 15 years old at the time. Oh. Um, but...
1: I appreciate you sharing that. I mean, that's... Um I think a a civilian just listening to that is like, wow, that's um, really, really deep. I I talk all the time, my my roommate in college, and I know that he's gonna be listening to this. My my roommate in college, as he's a Green Beret and he served for for 20 years in the military Mm -hmm. and, and was in special forces. And I'll never forget, he told me when he came back, one time he was at a Walmart and he was just getting groceries, just minding his business. And he told me that someone was standing too close to him mm-hmm. behind him. And he said that he had the urge to gut that person like a fish and you know, kind of had to, to step back because he, because he hadn't had just in a regular situation, someone coming within two or three feet of him. And it's just a person minding their own business. You know, they, yeah. don't, they don't know. It's just and I think for everyone listening, A, is so important. I always talk about we're about to cut to a break. It's always important to me. This is my own personal thing. If I'm at an airport, if I'm somewhere I see someone that's retired military, drinks on me, dinners on me. Um, I do the same with police. Um, I bought I was at um Jonathan's in Hendersonville uh just you know a month ago and saw a few police there um off duty and I bought them a round of drinks. I said, Hey, you know, thank you for your service. There are a lot of people that want me to hate you and think that you're my enemy, but I was like in my experience you guys take great care of this community. Yeah, I feel safe right. here. I've had great interactions. And I just want to, you know, spend a few dollars to buy you guys three beers. So, you know, that, you know, when you see me, I'm I'm in support of you. Also, if they pull me over for a ticket, you know, I might remember. <laughs> well, yeah. it. like, hey, this is, now, hey, you're the guy that bought me a round of beers. You, you know, there's no ticket. We'll give, you, we'll give right. you a warning. But I think it's so important that those of us who are civilians um, – vocalize that uh just the just the just saying to someone in my in my experience just saying hey thank you for your service i can't sympathize or empathize or i don't know what it's like to be in afghanistan or iraq or or deal with that or or see death of people who i know and and serve with but i can say when i see you around walking around if if we're in line next to each other at target or if we're at a restaurant i can say hey you know i don't know you but I appreciate that you served our country. Thank you for keeping me and my family safe so I can do what I can do. And I think that that's very important. Is that important to you, gentlemen? Is it actually important to, to veterans that have served, or is it just like, oh, we don't really care. We're just minding our business?
2: You know, a lot of veterans will say, ah, you know, I don't want people to thank me, but they do appreciate it. Okay. You know, they okay. do. And, uh, you know, they don't like people to make a big deal out of it, but they, I can tell you one of the one of my fondest memories was, uh, coming back from Iraq, and I, we flew through, I think, Dallas, maybe. Right. Uh, and it was like 2 in the morning, All right. and there were people lined up mm. at 2 in the morning, cheering, handing us water bottles, handing us, you know, snacks, and it was just, it felt really good. That's to awesome. To be, you know, appreciated like that.
1: That's know? that's so. awesome. What we're gonna do is we're gonna cut to a break. Uh we will be back with more uh The Lance J show after these messages.
4: I ain't snitching on nobody from Harlem, man. I give you a couple cats down in DC doing they thing, out of town, doing they thing, but um I'm not snitching on nobody in Harlem because when I come home, I'm still gonna be the king.
0: You are listening to the Lance
4: J Radio Network. We began searching for ways to not only feed, not only bridge the access to food, but how can we fight disease? Quite naturally, that required. It was a must that we figure out how to get fresh produce, crisp greens, leafy greens and fruits and herbs and vegetables directly to the front door of those families that needed it the most. And so, we finally come out with a solution, and we call that Full Cart Fresh. We have teamed up with some of the, the greatest people in America, our American farmers, and through working with a collaborative of farmers across multiple states, we have created Full Cart Fresh. So imagine this. You're at a farm. The produce is picked and prepared, and it's boxed in a Full Cart Fresh box at the farm and then through our shipping and logistics uh, program, we ship directly from the farm, directly to the front door of the most vulnerable families in America. We have got families and seniors and children around the country who are hungry and as well as hungry are really managing and coping with serious illnesses and diseases so come along help us help feeding children everywhere through our full cart program and the launch of our new full cart fresh help those families in need
0: rampage the first lieutenant of the universal Mole squad
1: the construction teams are classic in philly they They are new york they are connecticut James Lewis. Never been to Connecticut, man. Connecticut, Jersey, definitely from New York. You definitely from New York if you shout it out,
0: Connecticut. You are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network in the sports talk radio justice world. Mediocre quarterback play and porous tackling are considered especially heinous on ESPN 610 Sports. The dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Lanch J Radio Show. These are their stories.
1: Every time Operation Song comes in These, these two gentlemen sing And I want to give them the floor they, they, they sing from experiences And different You're really reflecting the, the people that, that they've worked with uh, Mike Byer, Bob Regan That, that, that they've worked with the ex- Expansion, I love what you're saying You're talking people in Seattle And Texas and these different places So I'm, I'm going to shut up And get out the way and and let these gentlemen do do what they do and give them the floor.
2: All right, well we're going to try uh there's a song that we wrote down in Texas. Uh Matt Daniels and I won't I won't mention the uh the veteran's name because it was uh we write with Warrior's Heart down there. All right. And uh, Warrior's Heart is an in-treatment patient facility um, for veterans uh and first responders with addiction, all right? And uh but this song really touched me because uh the, the young lady who um who they wrote with she was an Air Force uh, veteran uh, right. and was an EOD and uh, she struggled with a lot of things when she came home and and uh,
1: can you share some of those things specifically or well
2: just you know just dealing with uh, the uh, things she saw in, in right. combat and deployment uh, she turned to alcohol and uh, that really put a you know put a big hindrance in it, you know with her family and do you feel uh, like
1: that's prevalent the the alcohol absolutely okay sometimes yeah. you know and i'm speaking from, from a complete place of ignorance which is why i always ask respectfully the movie sensationalized stuff but but you never really know it's it's news it's movies it's it's reviews but you never really know is is alcoholism prevalent is it is it something do you have access to alcohol when you're on base
2: Now, when you're deployed, you don't. No, okay. Yeah. I figured
1: that you didn't, but just don't. don't, but People uh, come home and.
2: Yeah, you come home and you're just looking for something to kind of take the the pain away a little bit. And um, so, you know, her song was basically, you know, about uh, trying to mend things with her family, trying to tell her story a little bit. All right. And wondering if she was still enough. Wow. You know. Beautiful. So uh, uh, the song is called um, uh, Keep Me Me Hanging On.
1: All right.
5: is full of monsters and i was just 13 it was all that i could do to keep them from taking everything daddy didn't talk that much for the world took him away but the good he showed me was worth more than words could ever say each for anything that could keep a running girl free but this drinking and the road i was on made a mess out of me and pieces of my peace of mind were scattered everywhere while the monsters laughed and carried on i didn't realize. Beaten, lost and broken down, left me empty as a glass Till you came along and picked me up and pulled me from my past The demons playing with my mind just won't leave me alone They're keeping me from the ones I love They're keeping me from home There's a chance I'd tell you what I'd do But in the end I just can't say Is a callous hour on your heart Too thick to see me the same Could we carry on? Am I still the one for you? keep me hanging on 18 years and two of us and daughters of our own you've been the daddy of their dreams and i'm almost halfway home I hope my best is good enough to keep the monsters at bay. I'm sick and tired of this road I'm on that's keeping me away. beaten, lost and broken down left me empty as a glass. I'm tired of getting picked back up and running from my past The demons playing with my mind just won't leave me alone They're keeping me from the ones I love, they're keeping me from home There's a chance I'd tell you what I'd do but in the end I just can't say is a callous hour on your heart too thick to see me the same? Could we carry on? Am I still the one? And Could we carry on? Am I still the one for you to keep me hanging on? Am I still the one for
1: you to keep me hanging on? Wow, that's 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 beautiful. Um, just the lyrics, you know. If you're if you're listening to this, because we we podcast every show, so if if you're hearing this, people listening in their cars and they're driving home from from work or during a lunch break, depending on the market that I'm in and what what time the show is on. But you want to you want to go to. Apple, iTunes, and and podcasts or show because you want to listen to the lyrics. I always the lyrics are are so important to me. And and you're telling it's not just the music that's great and the singing that's great, but you're telling the story of someone that has given everything for for our country. Um, there are challenges for women in military. Yeah. Um. There there's stigma coming back home, but the focus is on does that person feel like they're enough. To, to come back and and be what their family needs them to be, and that's I think that's a true window into to what people face and and it's and it's really a referendum not just for military but for mental health across the board I think Absolutely. with with covid we've seen and you know I share with you gentlemen I'm not going to get explicit on the show but uh, some of the things that my family has been through recently and some of the things that I've been through recently covid and these lockdowns and uh not getting political but just saying being isolated Mm -hmm. has had a profound um, impact on mental health across the board so uh, rather regardless of which politics are it's just being at home for a year and a half um, has had an adverse impact on mental health for 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 people of all ages you you see children being depressed and and you see people who are normally very um, gregarious and and extroverted and like to be out in in public and I know that's me I, I love to be out and and love to be out with people. Just not not being able to have that or, or having limitations, it 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 wears on you. So to to be able to share that with music and to be able to share that just in safe spaces where you could talk to people that uh, can 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 discuss their experiences. I I just think what you gentlemen are doing is phenomenal. Where as we as we close, um, I pass over to you, Bob. Give us the, the details. Where where can we find Operation Song? Where what's the website? What's the where where are some of the some of your material? Is it, is it YouTube? I just saw you guys on the news the other day. Uh, where are some of the places that because we're a national brand? So we're not just here in Nashville. Where are some of the places that people can plug in with you guys around the country? Especially my veterans that are that are listening that may have interest in, in being a part of this movement
3: yeah uh we'd love <clears throat> love to hear from anybody and everybody uh the best place to go for a clearing house for all of our <clears throat> excuse me
1: oh no uh, problem man <clears throat> uh,
3: operationssong.org all right and uh, we also do have a youtube channel if you just go youtube right. and look for operation song we've got probably 40 or 50 videos on there some of which are really compelling uh for sure if you go to the app store or the apple app store or the uh, Google Play, uh, Google all right. Play. We can get the Operation Song app. All right, uh, but really so you just, have your own app. Yeah. <clears throat> all
1: right. Um. And and does the app can show all the catalog, all the different songs that, that you've written and and the artists that, well, we, that have with Band
3: Camp, we have on Bandcamp. We have much more complete collection. Right. We kind of curate the songs on the, right. on the uh, app, and so so we, you know, make sure we kind of feature certain songs. Right. But uh, Bandcamp, YouTube, OperationSong.org, our app. All right, uh, we're all over the place.
1: Hey, thank thank you, gentlemen, so much. And and I talked to you offline, but 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 I mean it. Um, you know, this is from my heart, and and I'm honest, um, Mike. If we're expanding the studio, if you guys ever want to do interviews here, um, you ever want to set up to do photo ops, we have great backdrop of the city of Nashville, um, great natural lighting. Um, well, if I have it, you have it. You are listening
0: to the Lance J Radio Network.